You are listening to a recording provided for the use of the blind and print impaired. Materials or items read on Airs LA are the copyright property of the original authors and publishers. No unauthorized use or duplication is permitted. Hello, I'm Ava DeVoe. Welcome to this podcast of articles from National Geographic Kids magazine, a presentation of Airs LA. Our first article is from the April 2022 edition by Allison Shaw. Critter Close-Ups. A Nat Geo photographer gives you a behind-the-scenes look at his quest to save animals. Photographs by Joelle Sartor. Sometimes, Joelle Sartor smears peanut butter all over a safaka's enclosure. Other times, he power washes penguin poop off a photo backdrop. But it's all to inspire you to help save animals. I want people to look into their eyes, he says. I hope that by seeing these animals up close, people will care about them. The National Geographic Explorer travels to zoos, aquariums, and rescue centers around the world to snap pics of all 25,000 animal species living in captivity for his project, the National Geographic Photo Arc. He works with the animal's keepers to make sure they're comfortable and safe. But things still get a little wild. Read about a few of Sartor's memorable moments. Moment of Chill Keelbuild Toucan Native to southern Mexico, Central America, and northern Colombia and Venezuela. Tracy Aviary in Salt Lake City, Utah All toucans are cool. They're big birds, over a foot and a half long, so they don't have a lot to fear from other animals in the forest. And that meant they were also very mellow in my photo tent. With other species of animals, I often work with keepers and handlers to choose the right individual that would feel comfortable during a photo shoot. But with toucans, I know it'll always be a good shoot. They just don't get rattled. Did you know that flocks of keel-billed toucans roost together in tree trunks? Moment of squee! Malayan Taper, native to Malaysia and Sumatra. Minnesota Zoo in Apple Valley, Minnesota. I came to this zoo to photograph another animal, but the staff insisted I also take a photo of their Malayan taper calf. I said no because I already had a photo of an adult taper, and I can't take photos of all the babies, too. But they insisted I had to see this cutie. So they led the mom and six-day-old baby into my photo space. The baby stood calmly, while the mom ate some leaves, just like they behave in the wild. Their coloring mimics the shadowy patterns of sunlight on the forest floor so they can hide in plain sight and eat without much fear. Turns out, I was wrong. It was the cutest thing ever, and I'm so glad I got this shot. Here's a cool fact. Adult Malayan tapers can weigh up to 800 pounds. Moment of ha! Gunnison's Prairie Dog native to Colorado, New Mexico, Arizona, and Utah, Liberty Wildlife in Phoenix, Arizona. When the keepers placed this Gunnison's Prairie Dog in my photo tent, he looked around and immediately started barking. I snapped a few pictures and then asked his caretaker why he was making so much noise. She told me that he lives next to a white-tailed prairie dog and is extremely jealous of him. Whenever his neighbor gets a treat, like an alfalfa cube or leaves, this prairie dog starts squawking. He was barking now because he wanted to get back to his enclosure and keep an eye on his neighbor. 
Even though we gave him plenty of treats, he was wondering if his competition was getting something even better. Moment of oops. Serval, native to parts of Northwest Africa and Sub-Saharan Africa, Lincoln Children's Zoo in Lincoln, Nebraska. When I came to snap pics of Johnny the Serval, I used a bright orange clip to hold the black backdrop in place against a metal bar. Johnny was really focused on that clip, not on me. Eventually, he just hopped up on top of the bar, bringing the whole thing crashing down, including the light stands I'd carefully set up. He was fine, but it made a big noise and a big mess. Eventually, we set everything back up without the orange clip and got a great photo. The worst part? That day, a newspaper photographer was shadowing me, and he caught the whole embarrassing thing on video. Here's a neat fact. Servals use their big ears to help them hunt. Moment of yum. Kokoril safaka, native to Madagascar. Houston Zoo in Houston, Texas. For this shoot, we set up a shelf for the safaka, a type of lemur, high on a wall. They're arboreal animals, meaning they live mostly in all over the wall to entice him to the spot. Of course, he jumped right up and rubbed the peanut butter on his hands and started licking it off. Once he was done, he sat and stared at me. I bet he was wondering if I had more peanut butter. Here's a cool fact. These safakas can leap 20 feet in a single bound. Moment of ew. Chinstrap penguins, native to Antarctica and nearby islands. Newport Aquarium in Newport, Kentucky. Antarctic penguins are great to work with because unlike animals that live near people, these birds never learn to fear us. They're calm, curious, and so funny to watch. There's only one downside. They poop. All the time. Penguins eat fish and drink a lot of water, so their poop is extremely runny and extremely stinky. I always save penguin shoots for the end of the day because I know the background is going to be ruined after these birds have their turn. But you don't see penguin poo in this photo. And here's the secret. I clean up the photos using editing software to remove the poop stains in the final photo. Otherwise, the pic would be pretty gross. Chinstrap penguins are also called bearded penguins. Moment of smooch. Sejuanca's water frog, native to Bolivia's Andean cloud forests, Museo de Historia Natural Alcide d'Orbigny in Cochabamba, Bolivia. At one time, scientists thought that Romeo, the Sejuanca's water frog, was the last of his species. He's so important that I had to change into a sterilized jumpsuit and boots just to go in and see him. I crouched and crawled around to get the best angle for the shoot. It's hard to make eye contact with a frog. Luckily, scientists found a female frog of this species in the wild, which they named Juliet, and I got to take her photo too. We're all hoping that these two will fall in love and help save their species. Did you know that these fully aquatic frogs live on the bottoms of streams and rivers? How to help. Gunnison's prairie dog. Threatened by... Hunting by humans and loss of grassland habitat due to development. How you can help. Prairie dogs get a bad rap. 
Some people think they're pests because they sometimes tunnel under crops or in yards. But these animals help keep grasslands healthy. So tell your neighbors and friends how important these critters are to the entire habitat. Keelbuild Toucan. Threatened by habitat destruction and sometimes being captured for the pet trade. How you can help. Wild animals suffer when they're kept as pets. Never purchase an animal that should be in the wild and ask your parents not to like photos of them kept as pets or as tourist attractions on social media. Chinstrap Penguin. Threatened by climate change and disease. How you can help. Reduce and reuse items as much as possible. Why? Making new things in factories creates carbon dioxide, which contributes to climate change. Serval. Threatened by hunting and habitat loss. How you can help. Some people want a pet savanna cat, a cross between a serval and a domestic cat. But breeding servals takes them out of the wild, and their offspring don't make good pets. Malayan Taper, threatened by habitat destruction and hunting. How you can help. The taper's habitat is cut down to create products made of wood. Cut back on your paper waste and recycle what you use to help preserve trees. Kokoril Safaka, threatened by habitat loss and hunting. How you can help. Safakas are losing their forest homes in Madagascar because the wood is sometimes used to make products. Ask your parents not to buy furniture made of rosewood and instead look for items that come from sustainably managed forests. Sewenka's water frog, threatened by habitat loss, pollution, climate change, and a deadly fungus called chytrid disease that affects frogs. How you can help. Don't purchase wild-caught frogs and amphibians. If you want one as a pet, make sure it was bred in captivity. That brings us to the end of today's articles. If you'd like to find out more about Airs LA and the types of programs we offer, follow us at any of the social media links at the top of the pages on our website. Please help us out by clicking the like buttons. This podcast is for sole use of our blind, low vision and print impaired listeners. Any unauthorized use is prohibited. I'm Ava DeVoe, and I'll be back soon with another article. Thanks for listening.